Hi, welcome to another Power Blast podcast. There I was. I was about to put off my workout for yet another week. My life was spinning out of control. And you might be thinking, Perry, you totally lost it. Or perhaps it's your job that got too overwhelming. Maybe, maybe it was the one-hour commute, and that was starting to wear you down. I'll tell you what, those would have been easier problems to overcome. See, I struggled with weight gain and depression after I lost my wife in a car accident. And now I had all of the responsibility along with taking care of our four dogs, two cats. We had a parrot, uh, also ran a German Shepherd rescue. And I was a full-time teacher and ran a video and web production company out of my own home. So exercise, it became my what was once my therapy. I kept putting it off simply because no time, no motivation, no energy. I'll tell you what. Our limiting beliefs, they're constantly looking for a reason to justify our fears, worries, doubts, and excuses. I needed to take control. So I chose to see the possibilities, look at the obstacles, and start navigating around them. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you how I overcame my exercise excuses. Stay tuned. Hey there, my friend, Perry Tinza here, creator of the Power Blast podcast, the power of possibility, passion, and purpose. And in this episode, I'm just going to brainstorm different excuses that I came along the way as I finally got started on my exercise journey and actually stuck with it, you know, because I started over and started over <laughs> many, many times. So it's easy to say I got started, but I also stopped and quit a lot of times along the way. And... There was a tipping point where I really started to look at each excuse I was I was doing or I was using and figuring out a way to navigate around them because they're really convenient to use, right? You you probably have uh, many many um, many yourself. So, uh, but before I dig into those, I want to thank you for tuning in. Whether this is the first time you've been on the Power Blast podcast or if you're a regular listener, I want to thank you for being here. And if uh, you're in your podcast app, please be sure to drop in, leave an honest rating and review that helps others discover the show. And if you're over on YouTube catching the video version, I always wave at you when I do that. (laughs) Um, Just be an awesome friend. Smash the subscribe button and the notification bell so you get those alerts each time a new show drops. And it'd be super crazy awesome. If you uh, hit the like button for this episode and dropped in a comment or two, maybe your talk takeaways or uh, ask a question. I do uh, go in and uh, respond to those. So you absolutely rock, my friend. So excuses for not exercising. Uh, Lots of us use them. I mean, I bet you have many or maybe you once did and you figure out a way around them. Maybe some of these things I share with you today will, will, uh, you'll, you'll be able to relate to. I'll tell you what. They held me back for so long, for so many years, and sometimes they still like to challenge me, of course, you know, di- different aspects of life, but exercise in particular. Um, I've, I've got it more on, not autopilot, but more systematic, I guess I should say, in, in the way I approach things now. But it wasn't always that way. You know, and so I'm going to share with you 
just some top ones that I faced head on that I think you'll be able to relate to. And I want to share with you how I overcame them. You may have a different process, a different way to do it, but I'm going to talk about no time, not taking any responsibility, no real solid reason for wanting to get in shape other than to lose weight. Maybe my, my, my beer gut, I, I, I faced injury. So I had a bad ankle, bad wrist, bad shoulders, sore knees, no motivation, uh, no strategy whatsoever, no place to work out, uh, no equipment, no energy, the fear of failing over and over again, the fear of sticking with it is one, the fear of challenging myself to take things to another level was a huge one. Um, and I got rid of the temporary fixed locked in diet mentality. Um, and I'll share that with you in a bit. Um, broke through the negative thinking and the negative self-talk and, and, and probably a few others that, that come to mind. Um, so, you know, we face these all the time. Various aspects in our, of our life. I'm going to talk about health and fitness, uh, mainly exercise today, but I'm sure a lot of these things you will be able to relate to, whether it's your career, whether it's relationships, family, finance stuff, whatever. But And while some of my solutions may sound ridiculously simple to you, and you might find it really easy to just dismiss it, oh, that would never work for me, God, that's too... Too, too crazy simple, um, I assure you, there's powerful nuggets in what I'm going to share. And, and you, when you gain power over the very things that are getting in your way, that can be so freeing and li- you know, liberating, okay? So let's talk about no time. Um, man, that's such a knee-jerk reaction. We, we live in this world of, I'm just so busy. I got no time. And, and we, we do our best to live up to that story. You know, we all have the same 24 hours, but when it's your time, well, that just goes out the window to everything else. Those other people, they can find time, but not me. So my solution was I need to get real with it. And I just said, you know what? Let's look for a pocket of time when you can do this. And I started looking at my day, my typical ritual. Now I didn't write it down. But I looked at what, what was my typical routine and I said, you know what, I got this hour drive. I usually get home and I chill out for a little bit and I'm hoping to get some motivation along the way. I'm just going to get some, some energy. And I found that I would get into social media. I would get into emails. I'd get into a computer project. I, I just basically sat down. And a trainer of mine that I'm working with right now, uh, I, I, this really hit home for me. He said, sitting is the new smoking. Because we sit so much, we have become unhealthy. And that was the big game changer for me. So here's how I changed it. I said, what if when you got home, you never sat down? So my routine was, and, and, I, and I built this in, and it took practice. But that's where I figured out my little, my little excuse, and that's how I nipped it in the bud. I got home. I went in, we had a dog rescue, let the dogs out. And while they were out, I went and changed into my workout clothes, came back and let the dogs in, fed them and went and hit my workout right away. Even after an hour commute where I could get lulled into just such a comfort zone, I took that pocket of time where I was falling into an unhealthy, tired zone 
and said, what if I use that little magical moment? That was it. Now, 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 my routine's different now, but that was the one. That was the big game changer for me. So I know a lot of people people, people are saying, man, I'm so, I'm so tired after a long work day. That could be the very thing that you do because you're wanting to get home and chill out after your long work day. What if you didn't chill out and you just used 15, 20, 30 minutes of that time of your chill out time, got in some exercise, it probably will increase your energy, increase your strength, and the rest of the evening is a little more energetic and not so absorbed into the couch. Next one is no responsibility. Um, I changed that. I had to take ownership of where I was at. I was wanting to find quick fixes. I was wanting to look for other solutions, a magic pills, so to speak. And I needed to step back and say, you know what? You got out of shape by doing unhealthy habits yourself. But if you owned it and you started getting into shape by doing healthy habits yourself, if you can get out of shape, you can get into shape. Will it happen overnight? No. Be realistic with yourself. But that was it. When I took responsibility, drew the line, said, I own it. I'm going to be humbled. I'm going to be sore. I'm not going to like turning things around. But I'm going to tell you what, I didn't like where I was at anyway. So if I was going to just not like something, well, it might as well be toward the healthier side of stuff. That was it. Took responsibility. My next one was... I had no real solid reason to get in shape. The reason I was starting to exercise was basically I was really frustrated with myself. I uh, was um, not happy uh, with my energy, how I felt uh, that I'd let myself go for so long. And I was starting to be kind of a downer. And But I didn't have that deep reason why I wanted to get in shape. It was just to lose the gut and to... Um, to, to, to possibly have a little more energy sounded appealing, but um, I don't know that that was going to just necessarily pull me. And so when I step back and I'm like, you know what? I've got so many people, uh, family members that are dealing with the symptoms and, and the, the fallout of being overweight and having diabetes and, and uh, having problems with hearts and stuff like that. I am on that path. It's part of taking responsibility too and owning it. I don't want to go down that path. I want to be there for my family. I want to be there for my wife. I want to be there for uh, for others. Um, I want to set an example. And I probably didn't have the I want to set, set an example uh, right away. But I had, you know, I, 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 I started digging deeper into my why as I was going. So that, that was a big one. And some of these things as I'm sharing, it wasn't like, I took every excuse and said, here's how I'm going to tick it off the list. Um, these things came up along the way. And as I was creating this podcast, I'm like, you know what? These are the things I want to talk about. Um, so that that's what I did. Next one. I had, I had just, I had an injury. I had just decided I was going to get in shape. Maybe, you know, I'm going to start this coming week or whatever. And I was taking a bunch of things down to the basement and rolled my ankle on a dog bone that was left on the stairs from one of the dogs. Super, uh, super, you know, I was like, that would have been the perfect excuse to say that you can't do cardio, you can't do lunges, you can't do all these things. And I'm going to tell you what, I couldn't do it full out. So I had to go through the motions on some days, but I needed to show up. 
I needed to prove to myself that I'm a person who exercises because if I'm going to let that injury or that little thing take me out of the game and then, then I'm not showing up and then who knows what's going to get in the way. So I worked around my issues. You know, a friend of mine said, you know what? If the bottom half is broken, work the top. Well, I worked all, I worked harder on the top part, <laughs> but I did work the bottom. I just had to really watch the impact on my shoulder, uh, on my uh, ankle, but I had sore knees and bad shoulders and all these sort of things that I could whine and complain about. I figured out a way anyway. Another one, no motivation, simple solution. I took action. Motivation and waiting for that lightning bolt to happen. <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. Action must come before motivation, not the other way around. So that was the easy way to do it. I do it. I was like, well, I'm not motivated today. I'm still showing up. Get it in. And by the time I got going, the motivation kicked in to keep going. But that was it. That was my solution for motivation. Instead of waiting for it, I created it. Next one was no strategy. Just winging it. And I had been winging it for years because I can figure this out. I've seen people exercise in the gym before. There's these curl things and shoulder press things and this bench press thing. Push-ups, eh, okay, if you say so. Um, but I had no strategy. And when I started exercising, I got a, I got a fitness plan that literally, there, there was a, a trainer that was right on the screen, right on the TV, showed me exactly what to do, how to do the moves in what sequence, took all of the guesswork out for me. I was like, man, I don't even have to know what to do. I'm getting it done. And you know, eventually I got a mirror so I could see what my form looked like and what you think you're doing in your head <laughs> doesn't always match what you're actually doing. So that's the power of video too. But um, that was it. I found a great plan and a great strategy that helped me stick to it and got me in incredible results. I'll, I'll drop uh, I'll drop uh, solutions to you uh, in the show notes for you on that one. Next one was no place to work out. I didn't have a gym, you know. I I didn't I didn't have a, a gym to go to. No gym. Well, basically. I decided that gym wasn't going to be for me. I had a gym membership years prior. Always felt guilty every time I saw it ding my credit card and I never showed up. Because every time I went there, I either felt intimidated or the stuff I wanted to, to use was always being used. I, was, I always had to go at the busiest times of the day. Now that I had gotten so out of shape and I was so embarrassed how much I let myself go, there was no way I was going to do that. I had already tried to um, get things done on my own at home with very limited success. When I tried to wing it and have do it on my own, that didn't work at all. And I never stuck with it because there wasn't any results. There was no plan. So I basically used my bedroom or my living room to get in shape and followed that plan that I told you about. Uh, the next one kind of ties right into that. It was no equipment. It would be really, I, I actually did have, I had equipment. I had an elliptical, really nice one. Uh, I had kind of a clunker of a, it was kind of like a circuit machine where you could do pull downs and leg lifts and all this stuff, 
but it was kind of a knockoff that really it didn't really work efficiently and was more of a hassle to get things to work. So it, I, I avoided that. That was another one of those things that I felt guilty about. And as a matter of fact, a lot I disassembled it so I could make room in my uh, basement for other things. And then I felt guilty every time I saw the pile of stuff there. Eventually, had given it away. But um, yeah, that was it. I mean, I, 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 I just the the simple things that I used. One resistance band. I actually owned a set of twenty pound dumbbells, but I wasn't in shape enough to use those yet. And I bought myself, because I have a, a wrist that was aggravating me, I bought myself some push-up bars. Resistance band, push-up bars, body weight. In my bedroom or living room. With a trainer on my screen. <laughs> Telling me what to do. That was it. So I'm knocking out excuse after excuse after excuse. Okay, and the next one I came up with, no energy. This is the real one for, for many people I coach. I just... I had to get real with my food on this one. Now, the energy and stuff like that, I get it. You know, we're stressed out and stuff like that. And that, that's another thing that I did eventually did work on uh, was uh, just not only mindset, but just figuring out a way to calm stress and, and, and be able to take that from sapping my energy. But um, food was a big part of it. Really, feeling sluggish, didn't feel like putting in the effort, having to go and uh, either grab coffee or caffeine of some sort to uh, quickly get these energy bursts, but then have a crash later. Um, and the crashes would always seem like, oh my gosh, you know, you know that three o'clock lull. You know, those the, the sluggishness was fueling, if, if that can actually happen from sluggishness, it gave me a reason to be lazy. And to just go and sit at my computer and dig into other projects that were, you know, not as physically taxing. Seriously, moving and walking, you know, so my wife, Terry, would say, you know, hey, you want to go for a hike in the, you know, in the woods? I'd be like, oh, man, I don't want to put forth the effort and energy of doing that. And I kind of get this little whiny thing. I feel great after I got going, but just the thought of doing it was such a, an inconvenience. So I needed to figure out that. And food was a big part of it. How I started to fuel my body. I know food can really make a big difference for the body. But a lot of us, we put in sugar. We put in salt. We put in things that are, we, we call them comfort foods. But they really don't make us comfortable. <laughs> you know, um, when, when you think about it. Next one I, can't, I had to overcome. And I, and I did an entire podcast on this last weekend so, or last week. So episode 761, you can jump back to if you want this one. It's, it was the fear of failing over and over. I needed to just get accountable, check in and start tracking this stuff. My simple tracking system was putting an X on the calendar each day I showed up. And that was super motivating as I saw the X's start to, to add up. Okay. That that was it. Uh, another one was fear of sticking with it um, because you can get going on it, but then there's always this little voice in the back of your head. It's like, yeah, but when are you really all of a sudden just going to get lax and go back to unhealthy habits or have a binge of a weekend or go on vacation or just get off track and then it's so hard to get back on that it seems impossible to get back and you feel like you lost the results and you don't have the strength. When's that going to happen? I had to silence that voice. 
the next one I remember was huge. I started going on this this program and I got got about 45 days in and at that point there you're supposed to take it up another, another level. And I'm like, man, this beginning part was so hard for me and I'm just starting to get into it where I can do the stuff with confidence. And here I'm having to face taking it up a level. I was scared. I didn't want to step out of my comfort zone. And uh, so I had to really get out of my own way, step into that next one and say, let's try it out. Let's let's go for it and see where it's at. We could always go dial it back. But if you don't take the step forward, you'll never know. You'll never grow. You'll never... Uh, gain those opportunities and the, the way that doors open for you when you step on that other side of fear, the unknown. And so I learned to invest in myself more, uh, whether that was more effort in my exercise, more time, uh, more money to invest in something that I wanted to take things to new levels because, man, Things were happening for me. New opportunities were coming along as a result of these decisions to overcome the excuses and the barriers. And I'm like, wow, I didn't have a clue back when I was in my own little bubble there. Another big one. I got rid of this, I call it temporary, I call it diet thinking. And it's not meaning like a food diet. It's this thinking of, for example, let, let's take diet for, for, for instance. When somebody goes on a diet, they're usually on it for a little bit of time or some amount of time. And most of the time as they're getting the results and they're going through this, they're having the thinking, I can't wait until this is done. I, I'm excited to see the results, but I really can't wait till this is over with so I can go back to some things that I once did. And most of the time for people, it's going back to unhealthy habits, either unhealthy unhealthy behaviors or unhealthy eating or unhealthy food, whatever it is. And so I needed to get rid of that and start thinking. And and this is where where I started. I got to a point where I'm like, okay, I arrived. I got results. I went back to old ways. I, I, I was looking at, okay, now I'm in maintenance mode. I can bring back some of those old unhealthy habits and just not not to totally give up, but just to, and I noticed weight started to come back on, clothing started to get tighter, and I'm like, ah, oh, this is a lifestyle thing. I began thinking lifestyle. I began thinking what's next when I would get toward the end because most of the things that I'm doing have a little bit of a shelf life to them as far as the amount of time. So if I'm following a fitness routine, maybe it's six weeks, maybe it's three months. Um, as I'm getting toward the end of that plan, I'm going, what's my next plan? Where am I going to take things next? I am not going to coast. I just tried coasting and it wasn't working. My next obstacle, and this is a big one for you, negative thinking and negative self-talk. How do you get rid of those things when we are in our head all of the time? I don't know how many thoughts we have a day, but a lot of times we're on our own case 
about so many things and having to make so many decisions and coming up with so many what ifs. And this is where the limiting beliefs come in. And your limiting beliefs are like, ah, how can I justify this worry or this fear or whatever to get us out of this? Because the brain wants to protect us. Here's how I did it. Personal development books, books that can empower you fuel you, lift you up, make you smarter, give you better skills, take you to a whole new level and a whole new mindset. I did those on reading and I did that through audiobooks. I had an hour commute each day, so lots of drive time university there. I invested in podcasts, not invested as far as uh, money, but downloaded podcasts, absorbed them. Uh, I created empowering rituals for myself, gave myself a vision with possibility, passion, purpose, not fear, worry, what if, doomsday. Flip that around. And the other thing I did was um, when, it, when I first started, I was kind of a closet exerciser. Not that I worked out in the closet, but I was behind closed doors. I didn't share my story. Now, you'd never know that now because you see my story everywhere if you're on social. But... I wasn't sharing much. I was like keeping it all to myself. Just let me do my own thing. Mind my own business. Keep it on the down low. I need to do this because I don't want other people knowing, giving me input, giving me feedback, giving me bad advice. I need to figure this out. That's where I was. I changed that. I realized, Perry, you just went through a lot of struggles. And you overcame them. I bet you there's a lot of other people that have struggles and need to overcome them. You need to share this. So my goal began to create this podcast, create a blog, create social um, to help people shortcut their journey so they didn't have to go through the same struggle. They go through the same struggles, but it didn't take them as long. Helping people get results. Uh, I created challenges and I create boot camps at least twice a month. Love to help people get results, especially it's not even always the physical results. A lot of it is mindset results and and life results and things that being in shape or being healthy allows you to do other things in your life and allows you to become those things. And I encourage you, if you want to be part of my next one, just go over to PutYourselfFirst.com slash bootcamp. I'll pop that in the show notes. and pop it in the lower third here too. Uh, PutYourselfFirst.com slash bootcamp to get into my next, um, ne- my next one because a lot of us, we are going through many seasons of life. Time seems to, you know, it, it appears to be going faster and faster and we, we, we keep adding on to our plate and getting busier and busier. And we need to put ourselves first. We need to we need to break through these excuses and limiting beliefs so that we can have more in life and feel more in life and not feel so compressed and filled with worry, doubts, and fears. Okay? Most of us have a boatload of excuses and that we just a lot a lot of times we can't wait to use because they serve us. They serve us and protect us in a certain way. But you can't let them keep you from moving forward toward your goals. Uh, assuming that your goals are indeed something that you're wanting to reach, of course. Um, just know you always have a choice. Choose to let ourselves off the hook 
and let the excuses win, or we can choose to reframe those situations and look at the possibility and the options and learn and grow and progress. Setting small goals to help build your confidence and then build upon those. What's next? What's next? What's next? Challenging yourself with new goals. So if you're feeling halted, begin to explore all the possible outcomes. Be rational about it. Keep moving forward slowly, steadily. And your wins over your excuses are going to add up more and more as you, as you overcome them. So I'd love to hear your top takeaway from today. Drop me a line on social or send me an email, period, putyourselffirst.com. You can reach out to me with any questions you might have about food, fitness, even more ideas to help achieve your health goals. I love helping people overcome the obstacles and barriers that often get in the way of our health and fitness goals. A lot of times that ends up in the old uh, between-the-ears mindset stuff, right? And if you'd like more motivation, support, tips, and strategies, then head over and join my Upside Down Fitness community. We flip it upside down because we work on a lot of the mindset stuff. Uh, that's why we call it upside down. We work we, we work it on the inside first. Um, we're we're a fun group of people striving to make healthier habits of life. And uh, I do 52 weeks of free coaching in there. I promise you'll absolutely love it. You just, just head over to UpsideDownFit.com. All the details are there. That's all I have for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. I appreciate that. And if you found this valuable, please share with somebody. Also, subscribe, leave an honest rating and review in your podcast app to help others discover this show. And over, if you're over on YouTube catching the video version of this, please hit the subscribe button and that notification bell so you get an alert each time a new show drops. You absolutely rock, my friend. That's all I have for this week. And as always, remember, it's never too late. We'll see you next week.